Oh, that is right. Kevin Quantum, that is the name you need to remember. Oh. Because that's what you're going to do on Saturday night, isn't it? When you're when you're voting for me on Britain's Got Talent. <laughs> ah, mate, Britain's Got mate, Talent. Mate, we weren't even 30 seconds into the show. No, I told you once every 10 minutes I was going to plug for votes for Britain's Got Talent. Kevin Quantum semi-final this Saturday, 8pm ITV. So, right, how does that work then? So, you are oh, a big hello to Lewis. Lewis is in straight away this week. Oh, Lewis. yay. Hi, Lewis, Lewis Campbell. Woo! Let's, uh, let's just shove his name on the screen right there, Kev, because he's just awesome and always in there first. Um, right, Kev, so, so that was your first mention. You said you're going to mention yeah. it every Easy. 10 minutes. So, let's Easy. just get this out there right, right again. 8 p.m. Yeah. this Saturday, you're on Britain's Got Talent. I'm on Britain's Got Talent. I'm in the semi-finals. Are you, uh, are you a judge? Mate, no, I'm an act. You should oh, know okay. We've known each other for quite some time now. Okay, um, I've right. seen it on a piece of, you know, fruit or something. <laughs> <laughs> I am. I'm an actor. Britain's Got Talent. I did really well in the audition round back in March or something before lockdown. Yeah, and man. We've been a lockdown edition of BGT. We spoke about it a few episodes back. It's been recorded. I have no idea how the public are going to respond to it. I just need your votes. So mate, download can, the BGT app. And get mate, can we can we tell everyone a secret? Yeah, go for it. I I watched your performance. Shut up. Yeah, man. I was in Kev's virtual audience for... Mate, mate I, I saw you. You were there. Yeah. yeah, I was in the virtual audience. And I had to sign a form, and I can't say any more, so let's move on with the show. Kev, let's it's 9pm. It's Tuesday night, which means it's Tuesday. time for the show-offs podcast. And do you know what the best... Mate, oh... Let's let's do it. Show off. La 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 la. la, 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 la. And do you know the best. And you know the best thing about tonight, Kev, is we've got a guest. Ah, oh, Lee, I love guests. Who have we got lined up? We've got the legend that is Billy Kirkwood. Now, Billy Kirkwood is a great pal of ours. He's one of our absolute all-time favourite comedians. But he's more than that. He's an actor. He's a producer. He's a writer. He's a director. He's a pantomime star, and he's the. The 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 rest the greatest wrestling commentator in the world, in my opinion. Oh, I love it. I love um, it. And uh, I, I mean, I'm not even like the biggest wrestling fan in the world, but anytime I see stuff appearing on Billy's Facebook and Twitter and stuff, I, I'll sit and I'll be absorbed in it. And it's great to hear an Ayrshire voice, an Ayrshire voice, not yeah. not not an Edinburgh Fife voice, Kev. Ayrshire, uh, yeah, a West Coast voice. Yeah, I mean a slightly, slightly posh Fife voice. Is that what you're saying here? Oh, it's definitely posher than Fife. Slightly posher. Um, and, and, uh, and yeah, mate. So, so mate, is your business not based in Fife? <laughs> is your did you not choose Fife as the? Uh, the mate, that uh, you're capital. you're quoting. Tra- I think you just quoted you just quoted Trainspotting. <laughs> uh, yeah. So no. Uh, I didn't choose five. So let's move on. Kev DJ Wood in, Craig Meikles in, Craig in twice. He's saying howdy and la 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 la. Oh, right. Yeah. Anybody who has never tuned into the Show Off pad, uh, podcast before, not only are we live on the, the Show Off's channel tonight, we're on our own personal Facebooks, Kev. Which we, are. We, don't, we don't normally do, which means there'll be some nosy people in, Kev. Just yeah, want- we... We yeah. want to see. We want to hear you. We want to see the chat. We want to hear people. If you've joined us for the first time, let us know that. If you're, um, if you, if you've not, then you can download that, and you have to go away, say midway through. Maybe you got, I don't know, a baby this week. Who knows what you got on tonight? Well, you Maybe need you a jobby. Jobbies that that counts as well. Then you can download us, and uh, tomorrow 
from about 11 o'clock, you'll be able to download this podcast on Spotify, on Amazon Podcasts, on, on all of those. Apple. Yeah, I can't remember. Apple, yeah, all, all, all of, of your them. normal standard outlets. You can download Tesco. And mate, Tesco, who, who have Aldi's. we had in the last, if you've just joined us tonight, we have had a, we've had some guests in the last few weeks, haven't we? We've had Jason Byrne. Jason uh, Byrne, legend. We've had, the, we've had Larry Kenny, who is the voice, voice of Lionel in Thundercats. Thundercats, uh, who? Last week we had Jimmy Watkins. Uh, Legend, what an episode that was. Absolutely tremendous. Former yeah. international athlete turned rock star, mm. turned athlete once again. Oh, Kev, Kev, Kev. <laughs> Look at this. You ready, Kev? Yeah. Campbell. Hello, Eric. Welcome. First time live, Eric. Welcome along. Welcome along. That would suggest that you listen on the download, but uh, great to have you in there. Uh, it's brilliant <laughs> to see uh, Sean Duncan letting us know there on the chat that he he done oh. done my jobby in advance. That's John Duncan, uh, an alumni of St Columbus High School in Fife, also St John's Primary School as well. Welcome to the welcome to the podcast again. Right, listen, this whole podcast is all about showing off. It's about people who have dared to put themselves out there, who have ever taken a thing that they love, whether it's comedy, magic, dance, snooker, singing, anything you can post, sailing, anything you can imagine that they what? are passionate about, and just put it out there to the world to prepare to be judged. And our guest tonight, Kev, my God, does he put himself out there. He's one of the hardest working comedians in the business. One of the funniest guys you'll ever meet. But you know what? He's just hes just a mate. He's one of the loveliest guys you'll ever meet. And I think it's time that we brought in the one and only... Billy Cowens! Yes! Thundercats! Are you fucking joking me? <laughs> <laughs> How on earth am I going to follow that? How on earth am I going to follow that? You're just best to shut Larry Kenny from Thundercats out your mind and not worry oh. about following that. Well, what you don't know is I've got Panthro here tonight with me. I've got uh, that's a, I've got Panthro here as well. It's not. Oh. It's just a frog. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be Billy, weird as well. Billy Kurtwood, how are you? What are you up to? Sum up your whole life in thirty seconds. Go. All right. Well, basically, I find myself to be a wandering minstrel of confusion, excitement, and erections with uh, a comical slant to what I do. I'm a stand-up comedian, a presenter. I just like making people smile and entertaining them and getting through this tumbling bag of tits we call life. <laughs> tumbling bag of tits. We need to get that up on the screen, Kev. I'll work oh, on that. Help. Okay, you do that. You do that. <laughs> Billy, it's a pleasure. We've worked together. I mean, I've seen you work in the Stan Comedy Club before. I've seen you... Yeah. Who shows up in uh, Aberdeen before? There's the club yeah. over there. Um, I've I've very very briefly listened to you commentate on wrestling, which is actually one of the challenges I've got. <laughs> Gaz managed to work at the tech. Uh, one of the challenges <laughs> I have got lined up for you later on. We've got a, we've got a wee a wee commentary challenge. All right, I've okay. actually revealed that to you. I've not revealed that to Gav, and uh, we'll, we'll come back. Oh. Oh yeah, keep keep that hidden for now. That's right, a little okay. hint it was to come, but it might involve a piece of string. Okay, I'm not worried I broke it, but never mind. We'll, we'll let's out. go back to let's go back to the phrase "tumbling bag of tits." That's oh, one yes. of the best. Do you know? I think I think no, you know if you're to form a band, Billy, you would be the lead singer of "Tumbling Bag of Tits." We are tumbling bag of tits. Two, three, four, five. And <laughs> <laughs> uh, you would write some cracking songs. Cracking songs. What 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 would your first album be called, Billy? Stovies for love. Oh, that was <laughs> so fast. For love. Stovies do you know what? Do you know Stovies? I love Stovies. I haven't had Stovies since I last went to a wedding, but I haven't yeah, been to a wedding for a while because I don't get invited to weddings anymore. 
Yeah. Somewhere around about 2005, some genius started going, we just start having stovies at weddings. Uh, and then weddings became a lot more interesting to me. Even yeah. more. Yeah, right, Billy. And the further north you go, you, you don't just get stovies, you get a choice of oat cakes. And then the further north you go again, beetroot. Oh, oh well, you know, I, that's a bit much for me. The beetroot's a bit much for me. I don't like beetroot. Mm. Beetroot's kind of like apples that have got the flu. I don't <laughs> like them. They taste weird. I don't even understand them. So, uh, no, not a beetroot fan. But my mum used to eat beetroot and bloody everything. Bloody everything. You should put it in macaroni and cheese. Monster. I love it. Mate, I, I love it. Do you know what? I get, I get bread and I put cheese in it, then beetroot, and that's my sandwich. Oh, God. Does it make your pee turn? Yes. It makes your shits turn purple as well. Not that I look. To be like, getting <laughs> shining out an aubergine or something. <laughs> you need to go and do that. That would be fucking agony. There's not count as one of your five a day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So listen, Billy, we are in, you mentioned there that you're, you're, I think you described yourself as a wandering minstrel. But mm -hmm. mate, it's a strange time for those of you in the comedy world right now. Where We don't want to get in the doom and gloom of it because that's no. not what the show's about. But I think it's only right that we just doth one's capped it this evening. Where, where are we at, mate, in the comedy world? Because it's not great, is it? Oh, well, you know, uh, things were starting to look quite good in the summer. It looked like uh, roadmaps and all that were drawn up that we were going to start maybe getting in to do social distancing comedy gigs. Um, it would have been maybe a week or so ago. I know venues were getting ready all over the country. And then because of the rise in infections, Boom. Everything, as far as we're aware, everything is closed. Nothing is looking to be happening anytime soon. I hear yeah. whispers of the spring, maybe, or once we get these infection levels right down. And that's what it is, man. It's about, uh, I know everything's said, and they're talking about six-month plans, what have you. If we can get these infections down, if we can make sure people are safe. I don't, I'm not going to go on about it, because I think... Um, I don't think there's going to be many infections, even likely at venues and cabaret venues and theatres and clubs. You just need to look down at England and that, where exactly has been the spikes there. So uh, at the moment, I'm afraid nothing is happening. Uh, it's mm. not looking good for elements of the industry. Um, I know uh, various funds and what have you available, so we won't go into that too much. But fingers mm. crossed, fingers crossed we're going to be able to do something again yeah, soon. Man. I Driving gigs over the summer, they were amazing. Um, How were they? How, so this was uh, this is when they set up the big screen and you're on a stage and everyone's in their cars. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. Uh, you know, they were they were the ones in Scott. People were just so into it. Uh, they were. It was good fun. It was different. It was very very different. Don't get me wrong. And I think I by that really... point as well, we were craving to, the chance to laugh and be entertained. Mm -hmm. Honestly, yeah, honestly, I, I think people just wanted to get out and feel that human connection again. There's a person. I'm being entertained by a person. <laughs> you yes. know, um, it's, and uh, I'd, I'd been doing the live streams and what have you, and the stand lives and all that type of thing, but nothing beats a live audience there. And in the cars, it was weird. I mean, I did a couple of them and were, not one of them was set up the same. I did one which was horrid <laughs> it was just you know to get to get have someone walking out on you is one thing but you see when the car does a three-point turn and fuck <laughs> it, it takes a that is like oh look at that yeah, there's, uh, no, there's no there's no sneaking away is there you can't just sneak out the back you've got to turn on the engine and everybody turns crunching yeah. gears as well oh for goodness sake kids we just fuck off uh so um uh, did anyone heckle you just by slamming the horn? No, no, we were we were quite lucky because uh, most places I did, you weren't allowed to actually beat your horn. 
because it was in the middle of the Sentinels. But uh, uh, do you know, uh, they were all right and it was good and it was looking all right. I did some garden gigs uh, down south and a couple up here. Uh, I'm actually booked to do some gigs down south as it stands, but I don't really know what's happening with that, obviously. Cause mean, You've been working then, haven't you? You've been absolutely. You've you've been doing gigs like I've, I've, been, tr I've been trying to. I've been doing a lot of online gigs, which are yeah. can be yeah. online. Can uh -huh. be online. I know, I know. It's not. It's not the same. We've already said like just having a live audience there in front of you just beats the shit out of everything. Now. Yeah. I'm with you. I've done a few virtual gigs as well. Gav's done a, a lot of presenting online too, and and also yeah. some some presenting kind of kind of live in studios as well, Gav, haven't you? Yeah, yeah. I, I had an amazing experience over the last couple of weeks. I got the chance to go to Manchester again. <laughs> the first time I drove to Manchester was the first time I'd driven out of Edinburgh for about six months, and I'm. <laughs> I'm in the car and I'm stopping at every single service station I possibly could. I mean, I didn't, I didn't go in them. That's disgusting. But I <laughs> everyone was just like its own lovely staycation. Uh, but T-Bay services always wins. But oh, it was, it's a, it's, it's a legend. But it was one of those things where when I got there, so I was doing a massive event, yeah. but it was virtual. But it had yeah. to be from a particular studio in Manchester, so it was all physically distanced. And it had the big wraparound screen, and it, f it felt like I was on the news, or it felt like it was a sort of one show kind of setup. Mm. But do you know, whilst it was still virtual, and I couldn't see my audience, just to go somewhere different, talk yeah. to a few different people, see some different faces, oh, it was magic. It just felt great. I got really it. I missed the traveling and the interaction with people. I didn't realize it because a lot of that's kind of the same thing. Like, uh, um, when I started going over to Edinburgh, I did this. See, that first time I went to Edinburgh, uh, <laughs> it'd been months. It just seemed like, oh my God, look at this distant and exotic. Like, I'm, dr I'm driving in the middle of Edinburgh. <laughs> yeah. I've got a parking place in the middle of the day in Edinburgh. Mm. Uh, so, and, and then we're doing the, the, the stand lives which, I mean, I'm quite lucky because I do the radio show in the morning, so I've got quite used to um, yeah. being on and, and still presenting and still having an outlet, which is amazing, um, even though it's very different to, you know, what I do with the online shows and, and what have you. But um, even doing those and then the ones in Glasgow and doing these couple of little gigs all over the place, it's, uh, I've, I will never, I'll never complain again. I, like, I swear, I, yeah. and, and we all know that. We, like, we all work hard, uh, and you do find, oh, God, Jesus, I forgot to do this. I will never complain again at the other end of this, I can assure you. I just want to get back out there at every opportunity. Uh, oh, my God. Oh, my yeah. God. I think that's a really valid point. I think a lot of us have had a chance to kind of reflect mm -hmm. through this, and you know that yeah. drive to Manchester, like normally I think, shit, I've got a four-and-a-half-hour drive to Manchester. I couldn't sleep the night before. I was so excited. <laughs> just wanted to get in the car and go. The difference is that during this whole shit show, I've got rid of my car and I'm driving my wife's 90 year old grandfather's car. <laughs> nice. Which nice. is a sweet motor, as, as far as motors go, by the way. Not a minor. Oh, I mean, it's a Rolls Royce. Uh, <laughs> no, no, it's, it's proper pish. It's mm. a Nissan Note. It's a proper old man's car. And, uh, but oh, you know what? I had a Nissan Note. <laughs> I had a Nissan Note. Yeah. Like yeah. It. And the difference is you moved on from it. I did. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, I've, 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 like I say, my car was sat outside my house for four months. I was mm. like, why am I paying for this? So I just got shot of it. And my wife's grandfather, who's 90, finally decided he shouldn't be driving and uh, and passed, passed the car on. It's been magic, but oh, it was man. such a great feeling. But listen, Billy, um, the, the whole comedy thing, right? You and yes. I grew up in the same part of the world. We both we grew did. up in Ayrshire. Um, why? Why did you, what What was it that one day made you go, I, I'm just going to get on stage and do shit? 
I don't really say why did he grow up in Ayrshire because like, <laughs> that's too uh, that's too obvious a question. Did it here? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know. It just kind of hung about. Uh, God, there's so many. You know, I'd always been interested in entertaining. Um, but you're just, I'm just a show. I'm just a little scabby uh, youngest of uh, three brothers of a working class family in Ayrshire. You're, you don't you don't you don't do stand up. You don't do anything creative. You get a job. You work in a factory. That's what. Yeah, it's, yeah, that's what you do. Um, so that's kind of what growing up was for me. But comedy was a real thing that bind, sort of binded me and my brothers. As I got a little older, going to school, I started doing little bits of acting, and I was like, oh, "This is quite nice." But you don't do that. You get a job in a factory, don't you? Worry. You just yeah. go, what are you doing? What are you doing? Um, but I always wanted to try it. I'd always wanted to try it. And Robin Williams was my inspiration. And that's to this day. Yeah. Uh, um, Robin Williams is my favourite stand-up comic. Um, and I remember watching, I remember taping off the telly back in the day when you could do that. Taping, uh, I don't know what I taped over, it was probably Red Dwarf or something. Um, taped Robin Williams doing Live in New York Met on Channel 4. And I watched it all the time and died. Da, 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 da. And it wasn't really, I was quite late to stand up because you see these young guys getting into it now and they're like 18, they've got a five year plan. I'm going to get a sitcom, I'm going to do that. Um, for me, it was just wanting to make people happy, just want to entertain, doing an outlet, breaking the chain that kind of existed within my family. And I, again, this hasn't happened a go at anyone in my family. You do a job, but no one was an entertainer, no one performed and I, I never wanted it to be a job it was never going to be a job it was just going to be something fun and an outlet and I'll tell some jokes and that'll be good and I'll go home and I'll be happy and that's it yeah. and then uh, 15 years later it uh, ends the job as, as we right now and what, what was, how did you make the switch into the wrestling uh, do you know it came about because of that? Um, I'm a, I mean, I'm a, I'm a lifelong wrestling fan. I've been a fan of wrestling since back in the day when it was, uh, um, cool. uh, it was still an ITV. How dare you? Uh, <laughs> still an ITV. Um, and uh, my mom loved it. And I got into American wrestling when you get to like primary school and then you get to secondary school. Uh, but I became like a well read. And the way, like, you know, like, you know, like the way somebody will talk to you about football. And you'll go, oh, Jesus Christ. And they'll go, oh, I should have seen the game last night. Oh, Davey Anderson was amazing. And blah, blah, blah. And they'll describe the entire game. I talk that way about wrestling. Um, that's how excited about it I am. And that's how I mean, I'd read every magazine. And I mean, I could bore you. So it's funny if someone talks to me about a football game, they're like, oh, did you see the old firm game? Oh, it was a ridiculous play. Yeah, but do you remember when The Undertaker kidnapped Stephanie McMahon and tried to get Stone Cold Steve Austin had to come and rescue her? Then he got tied to a giant cross and hung above the Monday Night Raw stage. It's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> I will talk about wrestling the exact same way. Uh, and what happened was my friend, the wee man, who you guys know, Neil Bradshaw, um, he uh, got involved with ICW, turned around and asked me, uh, would I come in for like one night to be like a ring announcer? And uh, because I made such a connection with the guys and because they were amazing, they said, will you come in to be a commentator? And again, that was just meant to be for a couple of shows. And uh, here we are, we're on the WWE Network now. So, that uh, is very, very cool, mate. When, when yeah. did you find out that you were getting on, on that? I haven't known... I don't think this is a secret. People have been talking about it. We have um, been aware of having a relationship with them for a couple of years. Yeah. Um, and that we were kind of producing shows for them. We just didn't know when it was going to happen, you know, when they were going to pull the trigger. So, um, and I guess there was probably a point that people went, um, 
uh, people probably started going, is this actually gonna <laughs> is this actually gonna happen? I mean, I'll level with you. I kept waiting for the phone call going, we're putting the shows on, but they're gonna get someone else to commentate them. I kept waiting mm. for it. I kept waiting for it. Um I just had this image of Vince McMahon just what what is he saying? You know, just not being <laughs> able to understand. But uh hey ho, there it was. Uh, I found out probably it was actually maybe six weeks ago that we were gonna be on. Uh, when they when they phoned me up to go, will you do a voiceover to advertise that ICW is going to be in the WWE network? So I might be one of the first people to find out. And it was like, oh, holy shit! <laughs> holy shit. <laughs> oh my god, I'm going to take such pelters. <laughs> I'm going to get absolutely destroyed. I'm going to be like the wrestling equivalent of Archie McPherson. Um, and um, and that was what happened, man. And uh, it's been really nice. So where, where can we like listen just now to see to hear you or watch you commentate? Is there any resources of live ones? I, I mean, live's probably uh, too difficult just now, but past ones. Uh, yeah, well, you can watch stuff on the WWE Network if you're a wrestling fan. You're probably on there anyway. Mm. Uh, so we're on there now uh, as ICW On Demand, uh, which is our on-demand service. It's kind of like Netflix, but for ICW wrestling, I think it's like four pounds a month or something, and it's like hours and hours and hours of the stuff in there. Or just put Insane Championship Wrestling into YouTube. We've put up loads of uh, amazing free content in there as well. So you can check out these entire shows, those matches, world-class wrestlers, and you'll hear me doing my thing on there as well. So, yeah. Well, we've got uh, Nikki's just jumped in here with a comment saying, <clears throat> Billy Kirkwood's voice is higher pitched than mine when he's thank raging. You. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> it's thank you. She's a, uh, I know she's uh, an Ayrshire last Billy. She went to school with me. Good on you, Nicky. Good on you. Yeah. Billy, what bit of Ayrshire did you grow up in again? Was it Kelly? I grew up, I grew up in Irvine. Oh, I was Irvine. Irvine. Oh, of course it was. Of course it was. There's the connection of the Magnum Leisure Centre right there. There it was. The last last ever performer to perform in the Magnum Leisure Centre. Mate, I was just, I had that written down. Because I, I, oh, I think that sorry, is, sorry. Oh, no, no, no. I think that is, there's a few folk listening in from, from uh, Ayrshire right now. I'm just checking there to see who's in. And there's a few on my Facebook. And, mate, the, the Magnum Leisure Centre will mean so much to all these people. We all went there to see the the crankies the the the, uh, the what's its name show that was that Glenn was Michael. its actual name Glenn Michael mate I, f- I fed his dog Rusty Polaments on stage I want um, a cup I want a cup for uh, Bobby Davro they were comedian his name begins with BB B and I think I was expecting to see Billy Conley but Bobby Davro start the time it was a big start of the time and uh, the Joe Wayne's uh, Joe Wayne's thing on a Saturday morning I never went to it myself even even but the, but the soft play that used to be there when we were kids, and look, uh, Graham Todd's just jumped in there with the space comment ball. there, the spaceball. Space Billy, how would you describe the spaceball to those that had never been, had the pleasure of going to the, the Magnum Leisure Centre? Death plastic. It's basically what you did is you kind of dropped out the bowels of a flume. It's like, <laughs> yeah. you kind of go down, if I remember correctly, you go down a slide and you go round and round and round and then you just like get kind of farted out the bottom into a pool. Yeah. It's like you're in a toilet and you go round and round and you slow down and eventually just plop out the bottom like a big jobby. Never seen it anywhere else. Never seen it anywhere else. I always kind of have expected that one day there'd be someone else. Oh, we'll just... uh, um, Where's the the slide at the bottom? Where's the bit... bit There's a bit missing. How long has this been up? You know, it just always seemed like there was something (laughs) missing from it. But uh, the Magnum Leisure Centre, people came from Glasgow to go to the Magnum Leisure Centre. Yeah, they did. And if, and if you grew up in Ayrshire, everybody went. It had a theatre. It had uh, um, the ice rink. Ice and an ice rink. God, I'm 
did some damage on that ice rink. I can tell you it that. Had, it had uh, slush puppies. Slush puppies. Oh, it was about the only place in Ayrshire you could get a slush puppy at one point. Aye, mate. No, it was absolutely tremendous. Did you ever, when you were at school, though, did did you ever get the stories about people leaving razor blades on the flumes at the Magnum and stories of guys getting their nipples ripped off and stuff? <laughs> No, <laughs> yeah, that's that's because you grew up in Irvine, mate. We grew up in Troon, and everyone's like, oh, aye, those guys from Irvine, they've been leaving razor blades on the flumes, and everyone's like, ah, you get your nipples ripped off. <laughs> Just giving those poor Troon folk the fear. Oh, aye, to- we're trying to keep us away, but slush puppies, mate, we couldn't, we couldn't stay away. It was that or golf, and I chose slush puppies. Um, you listen, guys didn't I- have slush puppies, you just had slush corgis. We always considered you guys dead. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I mean? It's like... My uh, particular favourite was a frozen quenchy cup, and that's the truth. Um, right, you guys up for a game? I've been on. Right, okay. So uh, for those that are new to Show Off's podcast, uh, we uh, play a game every week called Word or Not a Word. Billy, you get to make the theme tune up right now. Go for it. Is it a word? Is it not? Lies will deceive us. Is it a word? Is it not? Boom. Oh, mate, that's a... <laughs> Kev, we just need to edit that out, layer it up mate, uh, about 40 a, times. I've made a note, it was 25 minutes in the whole thing. I've made notes of a few things actually so far. I'm going right. to cut wee bits out for this one. This is yeah, amazing. We'll layer it like Queen used to do several oh, times, uh, and that'll be uh, that'll be our new uh, uh, theme tune for Word or Not a Word. I think I can do you one better. Is it a word? <laughs> <laughs> So, Billy, um, I'm not sure how familiar you are with Word or Not a Word. Basically, I put a word on the screen, you, me, and Kev, along with everybody in the comments, discuss, quite simply, is it a word or not a word? Now, it might be a word that you have heard before that actually isn't technically a word, or it might be a word that I've completely made up that uh, sounds awfully familiar. But um, the word for this week, lads, and uh, just to reiterate, we want everybody that's watching live, uh, apologies to those that are on the download, uh, you'll just need to tune in live to join in with Word or Not a Word in the future. But everyone in the comments, all you need to drop in is quite simply Word or Not a Word. And this week's word is Winky. No, no. Mm. That is a word in the Kirkwood household because that <clears throat> is a word. Because I have three kids, three little boys, and that's the word for the little boys. But, but the question is, Winky. is it actually is a, a word? word? Or not a word. Is that also like a, an American word for a, a biscuit or a sweet or something? That was Twinkie, was it? Not? A Twinkie, a Twinkie, yeah. Mate, yeah you don't, gonna, maybe don't, don't want to eat a Winkie. <laughs> <laughs> get, oh my God, I'd love to stuff a Winkie in my mouth. Get out! <laughs> Just uh, while we're thinking about this, um, don't know if I've told anyone yet, but I'll be on Britain's Got Talent <laughs> next, uh, this coming Saturday. What on earth is this, that? This, uh, Britain's, it's, an, it's a TV ah. show. It has like talented people on... Uh, on television, uh, 8 p.m. ITV, log in and, and remember to vote. Do you know, know, the worst thing is, fucking, uh, like, I used to have a Britain's Got Talent game and you came with a wee buzzer and you pressed it and it went meh. And then <laughs> I, I had that in my hand 40 minutes ago and I fucking left it. Oh, well, no. well, Billy, don't worry because Kev's forgotten that I'm playing my game right now. So, uh, so I uh, worked, and because you get you really winky sausages. We Willy Winky was a person. Winky could also be a, a name to describe someone. You know, he's a bit winky. <laughs> that's not that's <laughs> not what it means. No way. <laughs> he's a bit put that in a context. Give us more of a sentence around that, Billy. 
don't go near that guy. He's a bit winky. <laughs> <laughs> I like the action as well. Uh, Winky, Winky, you know what I mean? It's like, uh, is he coming on to you or having a stroke? Who knows at this point? So I think uh, I'm going to say I I think it's a word. I think it is a word. Um, oh, Billy, before you make that call, Gav always uses it in context in a sentence. Well, I found this quite revealing. Yeah, just before we do that, we've got some comments from people coming in. So Eric Campbell says, not a word. Lewis Campbell, not related, I might add, thinks it is a word. DJ Wood says, word. Sandy Wilson says, word. Graham Todd, word. Alistair Struth, word. Gail Kilpatrick, not a word. So it is just leaning towards word at the moment. Just. But we'll ask, we'll ask folk to, to keep dropping their comments into the uh, like thoughts in I like comment. this game. I like Taylor for the radio. This is good. Game. Yeah, man. You can have. Oh, oh Billy, can can I phone in and play on the radio live? Yes. <laughs> right, but the first word has to be winky. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. That's absolutely fine. We, we can share. Pod was all right the other week. <laughs> We've had great words on this, like foot wrists, uh, all sorts. But we can share them with you another time. Foot okay, wrist. so winky. Right, Kev, uh, you wanted it in context. Yeah, right, in well, a sentence. Well. You could argue that we've already had that from 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 Billy. He, you know, don't go near that guy because he's a bit winky. Um, <laughs> to go back to something else, Billy said, you know, he's he's got three wee boys. You know, you could uh -huh. say that winky is a word for a penis. However, I would like to put it into a different context, and that is, if you walk along the edge of a lake early morning, you may spot a winky. Feeding its baby Winky. Bullshit. <laughs> oh, um, oh, Billy, at least play along. Yeah. <laughs> I cannot imagine Bill Oddie saying that. Oh, you know, you yeah. know. See, you know. I, I think I thought it was a word until Gav said his sentence, and now I'm pretty convinced it's not a word. <laughs> I don't think it's possibly a word. No. Not in that context. No. I mean, so, now we look at the ever spotted Winky. Well, <laughs> You do actually, you do get spotted winkies and you also get striped winkies. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> fuck, it's not a word. I think it's a word. Right. So Kev says, not a word, final answer. Billy says, it is a word and uh, it's still fairly split on the chat. Are we ready for this, guys? I'm going to reveal this for you uh, right now. The answer is. It's a word. Well no. done. Yeah. He doesn't even know what he means. He just like he, he made up. There was two colloquial. I mean, but you said it was officially. A, yeah, yeah. What yeah. kind of animal is it? I was, Guys, let's all get it's a wing. It's, it's a penis bird. A penis, penis bird. Kev, I was throwing you, throwing you off the scent. <laughs> and I did it successfully. I believe the Latin pronunciation is nobgal. 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 How do you spell that? Is that is that a word? Uh, <laughs> it's, a word. it's going to be in the future. I'll let you. <laughs> well, listen. Just Nom before God. we just before we move on, Kev, have we got any updates? Not about Britain's Got Talent, but about our crowdfunder mm. to try and get pop songstress, yeah, singer absolutely. of the greatest pop song of all time, Tiffany, on the show. So, moving away from next the Saturday's Britain's Got Talent episode at eight pm which you may see me on. Um, there is an update. There is an update, Gav, and it's it's actually really good. This is probably the closest we've ever been to a positive. 
a, a slightly positive update when it came to Tiffany. I think yeah, we've because, not had, we've not had any really positive ones yet. No, she's ignored her tweets. She's ignored uh, your phone calls to her manager. She's ignored every. She's ignored tweets from our, our fans uh, who've also helped us out as well. I mean, yeah, this three is three of them. All three who've who've on our behalf um, kindly requested Tiffany uh, answer answer our call for her to appear on the podcast. We started a crowdfunder. We started a crowdfunder. This crowdfunder was to, to raise money for a cameo. This cameo was going to announce we're going to give Tiffany a script to read out that she was going to appear on the uh, Show Offs podcast. And I can proudly announce, Gavin, tonight that we have reached. We have. <laughs> you're a cock. We have reached our target. Our target of £99, which means we are going to record a cameo with Tiffany. And who knows? Maybe we're going to have it next week. Maybe we're going to have it the week after. I don't know. But we are going to have a cameo for you guys soon. And there's a few people are going to get mentioned in that cameo. And we cannot wait. We just. We, Gav's going to write the script. In fact, We'll reveal the script next week. We'll hopefully submit that to Tiffany, and then fingers crossed, we're going to get actual actual. We're going to play it live on the podcast. Amazing! I'm so excited. Amazing. Can she turn the down? Can she can? She can't turn the down. Well, I would imagine she can. Um, yeah. Like uh, there must be something that they can turn and go. No, I'm not saying that. Because you could turn around and get them to say anything. Yeah, yeah. There I'm... must be there must be small print that that they don't say like really dodgy shit. Like you couldn't get someone just screaming into a microphone shouting the word queef into an iPhone. <laughs> I, think we're a, I think we're a queef now. <laughs> well, she better do it. That's all I've got to bloody say, Tiffany. Come on. Yeah, I think that's a great show, mm. by the way. I think, uh, I hope she's listening. I think she might be. I think she might be listening tonight. She might be one of the 12. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Uh, well, there's more if you go over onto the other channel. But, um, <laughs> right, so Billy. What's uh, we've had a wee chat about what's happening in the comedy world right now. You've mentioned you do have some stuff coming up, but tell us, tell us um, about some of the live stuff you've got coming up online. But also, tell us you've not mentioned what radio station you're on, what time you're on, where can people oh. actually see and hear you? Well, do you know something? You can listen to me, uh, you can listen to me online on digital and on air. I'm on West FM, which is uh, broadcast down in Ayrshire. I don't know what our actual TSA is, I think it's from like Stenra up to like East Kilbride or something like that. It's quite a big area, but uh, you can listen to me there every morning, six till ten. A little mix of chat, a little mix of music, a little mix of fucking about. So you can check, listen to that. Uh, we've got listeners in New Zealand, Australia, Canada, Qatar. Uh, Iraq, which is weird as fuck. Um, so people listen to us for all over the world. Uh, to get a little taste at home, so you can listen to me right there. Uh, that's probably the best way. And you can listen to us on the app wherever you are. Because so you don't know, just just need to be in Ayrshire. So that's great. You've got people listening from Iraq. We've got one listener who <clears> downloads <throat> this podcast every week in Portugal, and we don't know who it is. There, but there's there's one download. Well, we get more than one download, but there's one from Portugal <laughs> every week. And I, I, I think we should get them on. I think we should invite them on the show. You should find oh. out who listens to your show in Iraq, Billy, and get them on the radio. Oh, well, I, to be fair, I know who that is. <laughs> All right, okay. <laughs> I don't know who it was because I'm sure I went, who is it? Who are you in Iraq? <laughs> and then randomly I got a phone from some very uh, satellite phone or something, and it's basically a, a squaddy over there doing private security. Probably oh, shouldn't be okay. doing that, but it is. Uh, yeah. Listens it to the show and he gives us some chat. How's big, things for Rack? Yeah, big rab for Kelly. Big rab for Kelly. He, he loves it. He loves it. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. 
So there's that, and as well as that, I mean, obviously, I did my uh, Friday night lockdown show, um, which was every Friday, which was a sort of, of a sort of version of a radio show, but um, it was a bit of stand up, sort of monologue, a little bit of pissing about, a little bit of talking, just cheering folk up on a, on a Friday night. I did that right up until the end of July, and then as things were opening up, I thought, you know, maybe it's time to start doing some other things, but. I think now's the time. There's going to be more online stuff. Uh, I've actually just started up a Patreon. Now, I only mention that because if anyone's interested in supporting some of the stuff I do, if you're a fan oh, of it already, you can explain. Go and explain what Patreon is. All right. Well, Patreon, uh, it's basically, um, uh, if you like, it's basically a support, a kind of support page. Uh, what you can do is, is you can see uh, original content that's produced there specifically for you, helps you support artists. Uh, <clears throat> famous people on there basically i think it's like five pound a month uh that i do it at, and it's going to be like um historical podcasts uh videos of uh, um sorry i just got a message from one of my uh, cousins who's watching uh, <laughs> that was bizarre there for a second she was like i'm looking at you and i froze <laughs> like, uh, so you can uh, podcasts old stand-up clips uh, original content specifically for those people but that's one thing. The main thing I'm going to be doing is um, I'm going to be bringing back the Friday Night Lockdown show. Um, probably not on Friday nights, and I'm not going to call it Friday Night Lockdown. I'm going to call it something else. So if anyone's got any suggestions, let me know. Uh, that, so that's going to be best stand-up, new stand-up. I'm going to write for that uh, every week. People can listen to that. It's totally free. It's totally yeah, but- free. Totally well, there's free. a suggestion for you on the screen right now, Billy. Tumbling, Tumbling Bag of Tits. Um, which was the name of my first poem. Um, <laughs> uh, so and there's going to be some wrestling chat on there. Uh, also trying out some loads of new ideas. Hey, listen, I've got the time, let's get stuff out there, let's keep people connected. And that's it, as well. yeah, love it, mate. Absolutely <laughs> brilliant, mm-hmm. not amazing. No. I, and um, so Kev, you uh, you kind of sent me and Billy something strange in the this week. Yes, I did. Yeah, yeah. I wanted to mix it up a bit um, and do do a sort of game that we've never played before. And um, <clears throat> so what I did was, and and there's a bit of a backstory to this, but I'll just show you what I've sent first, and let's see if anyone listening or watching can guess what this game is. So if you could all hold up what you've what you've been sent. So I'm going to do the same here. Um, I'm holding up. For anyone who's listening at home, a pencil with a length of string wrapped around it. And at the end of that string, there's a, a weight, uh, a small box. I've got a, a box of instruments. It doesn't really matter what you've got on the end because we all chose. But if you could wind it up so that your your weight, Gav's, <laughs> Gav's got a banana with some strange markings on it. Well, actually, actually can I just, Kev, can I just show you this like, now like- for doing this? Well, <clears throat> look, you see how you get weird markings. If you turn it <clears throat> round, look, look at the markings there. Holy look shit. At the, look at the bruisings. That Isn't looks that a bit... It, it's, is, is it Jesus or Billy Curley? I can't tell. Mate, I think it's you. I think it's Billy Curley. Oh if you, it's, me, it's me from the future. Like, it, do you not think, though, that's like remarkable bruising on that banana? I've never seen such bruising before, Gavin. Yeah. This is all something about sexual for my liking. I'm getting the fear. <laughs> bruising <laughs> on your banana. It's a bit like that spotted winky we spoke about. Right, <laughs> Kev. Okay, now there's going to be a wee bit of mobilisation. Billy, are you standing at the moment? I can't tell. I think you are, yeah. aren't you? You are. Well, Gav, you're going to, you may have to stand up as well for this one. And you have to come back a wee bit from your screen. I don't know how much you've got in this. But, Billy, what's going to happen is this. We're going to, um, we're going to do a wee, a wee game. It's going to be uh, – I want to test your, your, um, your, your commentary skills. Gav and I are going to. I'm going to have to turn my fart ninja off. 
sorry. Gav and I are going to have a, a race. All right. The idea is we're going to unfurl that so this this the string is completely unfurled, right? So it's all the way down like this okay. on the floor or whatever it is. And then the idea is <laughs> Oh, I see. I think right? you've got to twist it back up as fast as you can to get Shit. your object, right? To get your object is so the first one to get their object to the pencil is the winner. That's right, can the I just idea. double check? Can I yeah. double check that this is meant to be completely unraveled? This is completely unraveled. They should be the length of string, you should hold it up above your head and it should just hit the floor. It should be your height plus your arm length. Is that right. about right? Two seconds. My, am, my I, am I commentator or am I a part of this? This is what I'm thinking, Billy. I was thinking you commentate on this one. I'll do that. And then whoever whoever wins plays you in the final and the other person commentates on that. Wait a minute, lads. Wait a minute. My banana's falling off. <laughs> Kev, have you deliberately given me three times the length of string than everyone else? No, dude, we've yeah. all got the same yeah, amount of fucking half, haven't you? We've all got the same amount of string. We've all got exactly all the right, same All right, here we go. Right. Are we ready? It's yeah. Quantum versus Oats, ladies and gentlemen. It's the big one. Who's going to be going through to the grand final? We're very excited. You can hear the like, spectators. Lost a chance there. Quite one for Gavs. Quite please. We're going to get this started. And three, two, one. Wind, gentlemen, wind. Yes, Quantum. We can see quick hands there, those fingers. He's used those many a times before. Gavin, experienced fingersman. And we know he's known for his fingering round about Trin. But is that going to help him? <laughs> How is he been with the rest action? Kev, definitely ahead on that. It looks like yeah. oh, it's victory. Just quiet midgets for you. Can we get that in action replay? Can we get that in action replay? No, this is real life. That was well done, Kev. All right, okay. Through to the finals, Billy. That means it's you and I in the final. Gav's going to commentate on that. You're so and then, cool. You were so cool. You'd... Oh, thanks, man. You were so cool. Yeah. Felt, felt such a good job. Uh, have, you you guys, uh, have you got your shit together there? Unwind it, Billy, and then we'll we'll uh, we'll do one <laughs> last little final. Right, is this how I'm doing it? Yeah, yeah, doing... right away, completely unravelled. This is as far back as I can get. Oh, right, like that. Okay, <laughs> that would make more sense. Right, I've got my mic ready, guys. Okay. Oh. Okay, this is the final, ladies and gentlemen, the final of the winding game that Kev has made up for for the downloads. This is no visual for everybody who's listening over the coming days and weeks. We've got thread, string on pencils, and we're winding. We're winding. And the winding begins in three, two, one, go! And cut oh, you started sooner. Kev, 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 Kev complaining, Kev complaining, Kev's upset because he believes... He believes that Billy went through cash. That's fucking bullshit. He fucking distracted. That's fucking bullshit. <laughs> the old magic the trick, Billy. <laughs> the problem here is that McMahon went first. McMahon went first and he's cut his fingers are tired. And Billy Cupboard as well. Lead Billy Cupboard, Billy Cupboard. Oh, it's Billy Cupboard. The problem is your fingers will be knackered from having a, a fingering session with me. Well, that's very true. That's very yeah. true. For the best. I'd like to thank many people, but I'm not going to because it was all me. <laughs> that's actually really fun. We invented that game to play at the beach as a family. So whenever we have a family barbecue, which we're not allowed to at the moment, <laughs> we would always bring pencils and string and something to tie it to. And we had such fun with it. So I'm yeah. glad I could share that with the world. I'm glad to say that I'm going to be taking the Intercontinental Championship of Winding <sighs> with me. 
You're very welcome. I love that you're holding a belt there in your hands, Billy. What what is that belt? What does that represent? What's on that? Oh, this is this is my thirtieth birthday. This is the WWF Intercontinental Championship belt. This was the one held by Ricky Steamboat and Macho Man Randy Savage. <laughs> oh man! I love this more. My kids. Who's your favorite wrestler, Billy? Uh, favorite wrestler? Of, oh, I can't answer that question. I have favorite wrestlers. Okay, give uh, us a few. from different periods. Oh, uh, Mick Foley, Cactus Jack. What are we talking about? He's my guy. I was going to say you've you've worked with him, haven't you? Have yeah, what an absolute legend. He was really, really nice. Funny as well. Uh these William Regal, who some people might know as Steve Regal in WCW, but uh who didn't he love the Undertaker? Yeah, man. The Undertaker yeah. and now he's retired and now he's doing TikTok videos. The fucking world's gone to shit. So <laughs> <laughs> and back, back in the days of uh Hogan and Ultimate Warrior, out of those two, who would you choose? Well, uh Hogan. Hogan. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. I like my man with the Terry Nutkins. <laughs> with a Terry Nutkins do you know when I started out doing stand up with my mate Rory in Ayrshire we had a uh, we had a sketch based on the really the really wild show and with with um, Terry Napkins and Rolled <laughs> just put a bald cap on with napkins uh, clothes pegged around the side of his head and he walked about with one hand like this saying yeah get bitten off by an otter that was the whole <laughs> gag that was it <laughs> that was it <laughs> and we and I played Chris Packham, and I always had a mouthful of water when I went on when I went on stage, and a, a hanky box as my flat top. Cause remember, he had a flat top, yeah, mega flat top. He had a mm, mega yeah, flat. Top. Yeah, and uh, there was one week on the Really Wild Show, we had uh, a character on it, and it, we, fact, we did this at the town hall in Troon. It was the cow with her selection of hats, and it was Terry Napkins interviewing a cow who just talked through her favourite hats, and that was it. That was the sketch. <laughs> Billy, you use props as well, visual props as well. The times I've seen you anyway, I've seen you very expertly use a box of tissues. And I don't know how it happened, but you kept on producing tissues from this box. I was thinking there was hundreds in it. All I would say is, um, by no means saying I was the first person to do that gag, but subsequently I've seen so many people do that fucking gag. (laughs) Yeah. The point is, like, not a bugger. No, I've done it. We T Wash got talent this Saturday. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, what, Kev. What's Kev, that again? Kev, yeah, Kev, go for it. Tell us all about it. What's happening this Saturday? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that could have been better timed. I thought that was such a good moment. What's, what's brilliant? Um, what's brilliant is everybody who's listening on the download is going to shit themselves when they hear that noise. <laughs> um, Billy, the show that the po- the show the show is called Show Offs Podcast, and I just wanted to ask a quick question as a as a comedian. In your entire, and you've had quite a long career, I appreciate that, quite, probably more, more time spent as a comedian now than not a comedian in your life. Yeah. Um, I wonder if you've got any particular show-offy moments, whether that's you or an audience member, I don't really care, just for the benefit of the podcast, a story you can share with us all. Uh, we, know we didn't set this up, so I'm putting you on the spot a bit here, but yeah. a moment where you were particularly a show-off, you did something different, or an audience member, I'd really love to hear I mean, I could just list every time I've seen you live, but... <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, do you know, uh, I can think of... Uh, I've worn a dress on stage so many times. Uh, I've uh, Well, obviously, I did Rocky Horror. I remember... Um, do you know, I, I, it's not necessarily a... a, a well, I hosted Cirque du Mort, which is a... a I, I don't I don't know if you'll know much about that, Kev. You might be heard about it, about that. It's like a live extreme cabaret thing that they did at the O2 Academy. And uh, oh, wow. every, 
every month I would have to turn up in another over elaborate costume. Um, but uh, I remember we did a thing with ICW and we did a wrestling angle and uh, as, as which always go well in wrestling. And there was two wrestlers getting married and uh, and I turned up at the venue in a full blown bridesmaid dressed with my face <laughs> on. and and it was what the hell are you doing? It's like there's a wedding. I'm gonna I'm a bridesmaid. I'm a bridesmaid. I'm gonna start a show. I'm a bridesmaid. Uh, you always. You dress up, you dress up. So, um, but I just remember getting ready to go through the curtain because they get me to go and open the show for the, the you know, the broadcast and, and just to kind of warm up the crowd a bit. And I do remember um, uh, a, a buddy of mine's actually going, you're not worried about going in front of 1500 Glaswegians, over 18 wrestling fans dressed as a bridesmaid. And it's like, let them try. And uh, <laughs> just, just, just kind of embrace it. So that that's kind of like a show off thing because, uh, um, I think it's always you've got just got to feel a wee bit sort of comfortable in yourself, and if you do, kind of just put yourself out there as much as you can. Mm. Uh, I have accepted that I am wearing this, so what is your problem? No one can ever tear you down. So that that would be kind of it. But you see, when you like do a mindset thing, yeah. but see yeah. when you do uh, improv shows, and I've yeah. done a couple, I've done a couple with you, and when you are. Obviously, with improv, okay, you can practice improv, and the more you do it, of course, the more natural it feels, and the better you get at it. But yeah. when, when I've not just when I've been in the show with you, when I've seen you doing improv shows, when you're in that moment, mate, you're just like an absolute Tasmanian devil type cat. I mean, you just—it's like, like what happens in your head? I'm always fascinated by this because obviously, Kevin and I have been on stage. Thousands of times, whether that's crazy comedy shows, whether it's giving talks, whether it's doing magic, sketch shows, stand up, hosting events, yeah, whatever that is. Um, And um, but there's something I know what I know what happens in my head. I think I know what happens in Kev's head because we perform so often together. What happens in your head? Because like I've been backstage with you as as your name is getting read out, and okay, I can see the energy building. But when you hit that stage, mate, it's it. Firstly, it's beautiful. But what what happens in your head at that point? Um, I don't know. That's kind of a hard thing. I guess there's probably be some uh, uh, psychotherapist that go, well, what it is is a changing of states and blah blah blah. blah. <laughs> um, for me, it's uh, uh, there's kind of a lot of things going on. One of the things is, um, um, I'm genuinely excited to be there. Like I am genuinely, I am go- about to go and play, and mm. you know something as an adult, you don't get to play very often. I'm being so so lucky, and you know I have every intention of continuing to be a comedian in whatever form that will now be. Uh, but you know, guys, come back uh, because I I have the best job in the world. I honestly think I have the best job in the world. And I get an opportunity to play. And it takes a while to learn. You have to work so hard. And you guys know that more than anybody. You have to work so hard. You have to do all the miles. You have to learn. Um, and people will say things like, oh, you're naturally funny. It's like, but I'm a, I've absolutely no idea. Uh, or am I able to just jump into that ability to play and that's what it is when i go on stage i'm genuinely excited to be there so it's quite funny i find quite funny if an audience member is there and they're grumpy or they're not into it it's like tough (laughs) tough this is happening uh and i i kind of think it helps rub off i mean i've got adhd for a start so i have like 
a hundred thoughts when I should have one, which is probably why I'm not on Saturday Night Telly. But Kev is, if uh, Brent's got talent, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> You can make sure, get that in right now. We're so 26, excited. 26th of September, 2020, for those of you listening in the past. I am in the semi-finals of BGT. You need your vote. Very I've seen it. I've watched Diana. it. Our Diana. Very excited. Very excited. <laughs> Billy, I watched his performance. Me, any shout-out you can give me on the radio, by the way. Would be, uh, oh, I generally will. I generally will. I'll have to say, I'll have to say because you're Gav's mate, though. I'll have to say. <laughs> he's not from Troon, but he's all right. He's not from Troon, but all right. He's one of us. He's one of us. Uh, <laughs> and that, that's kind of what it is. It's, it's getting into a, a state of play and all the hard work that has to go on beyond that leads you to that moment. And, you know, I, I, I always really appreciate I, uh, the number of times I've actually went, I've, I've stood backstage and I've, I've started getting nervous or I've started getting overexcited and I've had to go. Everything before now led to this. Everything before now led to this. This is wow. going to be. This is going to be fun, and that's why I take on stage with me every time. I don't care if it's six people. I don't care if it's you know. Uh, um, what's the worst that could happen? We all have a good time, or we just go. Well, that was that was a chapter of the book. <laughs> yeah, it's a good way to look at it, though, isn't it? It doesn't matter what the event is, you're on, so you might as well be on. That's it. That's it. I, I I know far too many performers, and I'm not calling anyone out. I'm not giving anyone a hard time because people, everyone's different. Everyone's you know chemistry is different. But um, you know, we we we're so so lucky. It's a privilege. It's always been a privilege for me. It's always been a, a privilege to get on stage and get the opportunity to stand up in front of people. Even now, even mm. being on the show with you guys, doing the radio in the morning, people people you know, it's you know. Cut their grand's feet off to in order to go and do that. It's a weird way to look at it. I didn't yeah. think that's where that would take me, but um, <laughs> but people would do that, you know, to get those yeah. opportunities. So I I I'm always very lucky, and it's just just part of the journey. It's just part of yeah. the journey. I love that, but of course, the whole time as well, you we're all putting ourselves out there to be judged continuously. Mm. I mean, even doing stuff like this right now. Yeah, I mean, literally. This, the the whole <laughs> <laughs> the the whole point of this <laughs> podcast, though, Billy, was like. <clears throat> As you know, this was born out of early days of lockdown. Kevin and I, you know, we just actually the real reason Kevin and I wanted to do this was to, to spend time together because yeah. we just don't we don't get the chance to do it. Yeah, we just thought we need let's, just have it, let's book it in, make it a thing, and uh, for an hour uh, every every week we'll we'll have some time together, whether we get guests or not. And and it just became it's just become a thing, and and it's been fab. But but even in this simple scenario where it's mates having a chat. Yeah, we're we're getting judged. I know for a fact that tonight there's people from Truno have jumped into this to go. What the fuck's he up to? And then they've left again. And <laughs> do you know what? But do you know what? I'm all right with that because I I came to terms with that a long time ago. And I know one or two of the ones that jumped in ain't that'll piss them off that I've said that. I don't fucking care. But what's but what's great is that it is an absolute privilege, Billy. You're absolutely right. Do you know what? The fact that we've got five people, seventeen people, one hundred and seventeen people who have chosen yeah. to spend a bit of their evening with us. I love it. And see the names that are down the right hand of my, uh, my screen right now. We've got people on here like Gail and DJ and Lewis. Um, we've got people like Nikki and, and a few others on there, Craig and so on, who who come on every single week for an hour to have a bit of banter with us. And, and we're really grateful for that. Really grateful. That's amazing. That's amazing. Because I just, say, I just say, Billy, other people would love to just do all this sort of crazy shit, but um, they don't do it. And, and, and the thing is, uh, some people just don't. And they sit in the home and they get grumpy and they get pissed off. I mean, I do that about stuff. You know, I, I keep going, oh, I wonder why I'm not getting these opportunities. And then I figured like, oh, right, it's because I haven't been at the Edinburgh Festival in four years. All right, well, fix that. And then <laughs> yeah. 
COVID happened. Oh, <laughs> mate, were you meant to be doing it this year? I was meant to be doing it. It was going to be great. I was going to win all the awards. I think I was going to win Edinburgh. I think that was my plan. I was going to win well, Edinburgh. do you know what? Do you know what, Billy? For four years, the Colour Ham did uh, Edinburgh, and we we were going to win it for four years. You won the nation's hearts. You won the nation's hearts, uh, which is a gallery Ev is going to do again on Saturday night. You can vote. You can vote on Saturday night, not now. Don't go now. That'd be a waste. Lines uh, close ten a.m. on Monday. It's important. To, yeah. AM on Monday. You need to free, yeah, we'll vote, free vote with the app, yeah, Billy. But free we'll have forgotten about it by then, Kev. I mean, by Sunday we'll be over it. <laughs> That's why I need all the votes on Saturday night, Gav. I need to get it top loaded. Kev, I'm right. Half an hour. Just the whole time. Kev, do you remember? Kev, off, Kev. <laughs> Kev, do you remember I did the thumb trick at the Magic oh, yeah, Festival? Yeah, yeah. Very well, very well. <laughs> it's hilarious, Billy. This was this was Kev's first ever uh, gala show for his first ever Magic Festival, and he filled the Lyceum Theatre, and he said, "Will you host it?" And I was like, "Best Aye. magicians in the world." Like literally flown in from all over the world and I came on and with all the lights and stuff going and I did a proper old school magic routine where you, you do all the, you know how magicians do shit dancing? Not all magicians, I might add, but shit dancing. And uh, there's definitely I, some dancing. Oh yeah, and I'm doing that and the jacket came off and the lights were going. I had my back to the audience and we built it and built it and built it. Music stopped, lights came up. I turned around and just went like this. Oh, look at that. Oh, look at that. Brilliant. He took his thumb off for the listeners at home. He did the thumb trick. Yeah. As, as opposed to the winky trick, which is completely different. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then, Billy, to make matters worse, uh, when he didn't get a response, he decided to scold the audience. He's like, guys, I just took my thumb off. What the fuck are you all about? <laughs> what? My thumb Hello. just literally Hello. came off. I like that if a joke doesn't land going, I'll live with you. That is an outstanding joke. And that did well last night and it's gonna do well yeah. tomorrow. You're yeah. wrong. Well, Kevin Brussels, you're wrong. The thing is, I would I would I would just like to contest what Kev said a little bit. Uh, it actually got a fantastic reaction. But the follow-up of I don't know if you realized the work that went in there to take my thumb off, that that was my moment. That got the best laugh of the night. All right, okay. <laughs> it was a funny moment. David Copperfield is in the front row going, I can't believe it. He's doing <laughs> stuff how, did he, how did he do that? Yeah, I made the Statue of Liberty disappear and he took his thumb off. No, he didn't. He. <laughs> <laughs> no, he didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I, I remember those when I was a kid. I remember watching it. I was like, this is edited. This is shit. As a little boy, this is the real magic. Paul Daniels is real magic. Was it there and then? The Halloween specials with Paul Daniels, where he kept killing himself at the end of everyone. Just ah. fucking love them. I think I saw them. Am I the only person that remembers these? Aye. Well, I'll tell you after this, I'm going to have some of that lovely toast I smell. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I hope it's real toast, mate, and you've not got something wrong with you. <laughs> That's a good point, Gav. We are almost out of time. We've literally just come about to the end of another episode. Yeah, we have. So, listen, I think it's only right that. <laughs> <laughs> Kev, hopefully you're not going to hear that noise on Saturday. Uh, yeah, I hope not either. That would be Who's embarrassing. The Who's the judges? Uh, Ashley Banjo, David Williams, uh, Amanda, someone, and Holden. Alicia, someone. They're all going to be man. They're all going to be. Amanda's going to split open with excitement. I tell you, it's going to be great. <laughs> great. Tune in for that, if nothing else. <laughs> That's a sight to behold. Uh, yeah, so. 
for my life. <laughs> I'd like to apologise. If anyone is listening to this, actually listens to the radio this morning, going, I like that boy in the mornings of the wee bit of banter. Uh, <laughs> wee bit of the cheeky banter. I am filthy in real life. Uh, uh, yeah. I think the uh, first thing, tomorrow morning, mate, first mm-hmm. thing, good morning, everybody, tumbling bag of tits. Tumbling bag yeah. of tits, right in the hill. Right in the bin bag. Well, listen, we've got one minute left. Billy Kirkwood, thank you so much for your time this evening. Um, we uh, we absolutely love you, mate. And uh, listen, all the best with all the shows, the wrestling, um, the presenting and everything. And, mate, fingers crossed this, uh, the world of events and entertainment gets uh, gets back up and running sooner rather than later. But do you know what, mate? Your mindset, your attitude towards it is, is an inspiration for everyone. And uh, mm. I said before you came on that you're one of the hardest working guys out there, and you are. But uh, mate, you're you're uh, you're one of the good guys. So big thank you for your time tonight, uh, tonight and much love from us. Uh, it's, yeah, it's it's here. Over. It's Pleasure over. having you on, mate. It's over. It's over. Um, it's over. It's over. Fucked <laughs> it. This is it. This is the end. It's going to be me, <laughs> night shift, and STV after this. It's going to be. <laughs> well, mate, you're going out on a high on the show offs podcast. What are you talking about? Yeah, we'll find you back, mate. There's. Billy, there's 16 people watching this. 17. 17. 17. Sorry, it just went up a minute ago. Oh, it's back here. Someone's tuned in. Literally, we're back. (laughs) And I'm very excited about that. I'm very excited about that. I feel like I'm feeling nothing like a downlit winky. Right, listen. Big thank you to Billy. Uh, big thank you to everyone that's tuned in tonight. Remember, you can download on all the usual platforms. Mm-hmm. Uh, we will see you next week at nine o'clock. Where I don't think we do have a guest. So, Kev, no, nothing lined up. Is it my turn, or is it we just going to do one? In fact, you know Mate. what? It'll be a special one, won't it? Because it'll be after. After what? After Britain's Got Talent. <laughs> it'll, be, it'll be after my episode of Britain's Got Talent. Maybe we could get maybe we could get someone from that episode on with us. How about that? How about I get okay. one of the. Uh, one of the artists from that episode. Yeah, mate, that would be really good. Shall I? I just I'll get one of them on. Easy. If not, mm-hmm. I'll dress up as that artist. And actually, come actually, I think I prefer, <laughs> as long as it's female. <laughs> I actually genuinely think I prefer Billy's idea. If I'm being honest, so <laughs> Billy, can you come back on next week dressed up as somebody and recreate <laughs> the entire act? <laughs> <laughs> It's me, Alicia Dix. So hot, Billy. I love that shoulder shoulder reveal. I love it. It's actually one of my favourite Billy Kirkwood moments. I've seen you, you on stage looking you. just like this. Uh, right, mm-hmm. listen, big love to the world. Everyone stay safe and whatever uh, these new rules are, do you know what? Just don't be a dick and we'll all be fine. Right, Billy, big love, mate. I'm See you there, Billy. Thanks everyone for joining in. Everyone next week. Episode 12 is now over of the Show of Podcast. La, 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 la,